What is going on, lads? Welcome to another episode of the Positive Masculinity Podcast. I am your host, Nick Rybell, and I'm here to teach you how to become a high-value man. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, I release a brand new episode teaching you everything ranging from motivation, discipline, mindset, relationships, and communication through to fitness, training, mateship, business, and self-education. Masculinity is a super powerful force that has been misrepresented and misconstrued in today's society. And so it is my mission to bring awareness back to what masculinity truly is and create a society full of strong, powerful, and valuable men. Now, guys, every fortnight, I am going to be running a brand new free challenge, which is going to be held live. If you want to register, all you have to do is go to www.com thepositivemasculinityproject.com.au forward slash challenge. It is completely free. It is going to be live. There are limited spots available, so make sure you go and register. I will put the link in the show description. But without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode on the Positive Masculinity Podcast. Good morning, lads. Happy Sunday. On today's installment of Man Talk, we have got another online coach, He specializes in self-confidence and helping people in general build their self-confidence and self-esteem. He's currently traveling through Southeast Asia as well. He's been to Vietnam and a bunch of other countries. So he is here today to talk to us about self-confidence and how to actually build that as a man. So dude, thanks for coming on the podcast. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started? Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Right. So my name is Ondra. I am 23 years old. I'm from the Czech Republic originally. And I, my life started um, not so happy as, as I am now. And I struggled with very severe social anxiety. I got bullied in school. I had very strict parents that involved uh, physical punishments as well. So both sides of my life as a kid, as a young teenager, were not that great. You know, bullying in school, punishments at home. So I grew up with, well, that caused a lot of social anxiety for, in the first place, but also all of like deep depression, hating my life, started having suicidal thoughts as well. And, you know, the big problem was that I thought that there were only bad people in the world and that, mm. you know, the world is a bad place. Everything like, kind of sucks, right? Mm. And until finally one day I came across videos of random acts of kindness just on YouTube and videos labeled real life heroes right like just people helping someone across the street or giving yeah. a homeless person some money and stuff and i absolutely fell in love with those and first of all it gave me hope that there are good people out there in the world and second i, I made a maybe unconscious decision in, in that day that i'm going to not only find these people so i can hang out with them but i really want to become one of them and after that, I Googled how to be happy. I Googled how to be confident. And I started doing a lot of research into mental health, into confidence, into mindset, into psychology, and just started looking for answers. Like, how can I change my life? How can I become more happy? How can I turn my life around? And finally, I actually did. You know, I came across some, some really in, amazing information really amazing knowledge that I started implementing, started going for a run in the mornings, you know, working out a little bit. And eventually, you know, I was able to overcome my social anxiety by going outside and introducing myself to girls on the bus on my way to school. And across, you know, this is stretched out over years. I'm just really shake, mm. um, compressing it down. But, you know, over the years, I was able to completely flip my life around from Sort of side of thoughts, super shy kid, couldn't speak to anybody to, you know, one of the most confident and, and felt free, you know, like I can do yeah. anything. I don't really care much about what people are thinking and saying anymore. And I, I was able to stand up to my bullies. And then people started saying like, hey, you're one of the best and most kind and like happiest people I've ever met. So like, and kind of like, what's the secret sauce, you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, obviously I discovered something here that is very important and that I didn't learn in school, but I had to go out and learn it by myself online and, and, you know, by trial and error and trying to develop myself. So I decided, Hey, like I'm, I need to go out and share it. And I was able to turn that into my business. So now for the past three years, I've been 
coaching people on social anxiety and mental health and mindset and eventually starting businesses because I turned it into my business and I was blessed to travel the world for the past year and a half almost. So I help people overcome their shyness, social anxiety, build confidence, improve some communication skills so they can build businesses, create content and together we can make the world a better place. It's incredible, dude. That is such a cool story. Before we jump into it, there's something that I ask everyone at the start of the episode. What does being a valuable man mean to you? So, sorry, can you repeat that? What does being a valuable man mean to you? So, like, what makes a valuable man? I would say contribution. Yeah. I would say contribution, how you contribute to other people, how you contribute to society, how you contribute to yeah. making the world a better place in small or big ways. Mm. Yeah. Well said. Well said, dude. So you're obviously a, a self-confidence coach and like your story is incredible the way that you've transformed yourself from someone who's super anxious and shy and all that kind of stuff to as you describe yourself like super confident and outgoing, you don't give a fuck what people think. So what are the keys? Like obviously we don't give want to give away all the secret sauce, but what are what are some things that people can do to start feeling more confident? Because like in reality, we all struggle with social anxiety to a degree, right? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So I would say, well, first thing I want to, I, I really like to point out, like, what does it even mean to overcome social anxiety or to overcome shyness or, you know, whatever you want to call it. I, I Sometimes I say that shyness is a light version of social anxiety. Like you mentioned, you know, we all have it. It's mm. just on a different scale, depending on various factors of how we grow up and stuff. But the first thing is, okay, what does it mean to overcome social anxiety or shyness? I say, it doesn't mean that you never feel anxious again, that you never feel shy again, but it means that you don't let it stop you or you don't let it control the quality of life that you want to have. Yeah. Meaning if you want to go out and speak to the girl over there in the, on the bus, you feel anxious about it, but you go and do it anyway. If you want to go and hold the sign of free hugs and you want to do free hugs in public, you still feel anxious, you feel shy about it because it's like, you know, it's scary, obviously. Yeah. But you still go out and do it anyway. And and then the more you do it, it becomes easier and easier and easier. And you can go to kind of like higher and higher levels. You know, for example, public speaking, I'm going to be on a couple of TV shows or like on a TV show and on a conference this week, right? So I was, wouldn't be able to do that. But even like maybe a year or two years ago, I wouldn't be able to do that. But I was already speaking to individuals, right? So it's like you go up the ladder mm. of mm. putting yourself more in in the spotlight, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay, so to, to kind of go back into the foundations, what I believe are well, the two keys and kind of maybe three steps is, well, first key and the step is, I already mentioned in my story, I started going for a run every morning, right? Yeah. So I call this a confidence building habit. And it's something that makes you feel stronger physically and makes you stronger physically. And that transfers into, well, social and mental strength as well. And you really need that because I realized I was super shy, but I was also super weak, right? Mm. And, and people were bullying me for being weak and small and, and shy. And they were right in a way. So I had to kind of like, okay, you're right. I have to accept that, internalize it a little bit. Like, what can I do about it? Mm. So, you know, started running and started working out. So that's, that's really key step number one. Like, make your body feel stronger. Yeah. Step number two is exposure therapy and i also add like leveled exposure therapy like i said you want to go up the levels mm -hmm. depending on where you are right now so i'll give you a few examples if you are someone or if I, like i was right if you are someone who has very severe social anxiety and can barely speak to someone or feels anxious just going out into the public and you feel like how am i walking and people are looking at me with just because you walk for example right then you don't want to go out and do free hugs because, or you don't want to go out and do improv because it's too much, right? And I compare it to a video game. If you are on level one and you go to level 10 from level one, you're going to get your ass kicked and you never want to play the game again. Like, oh, this sucks. I'm not going to, I'm not doing this ever again. Yeah. So, so you have to avoid that by saying, okay, I'm on level one. What is my level two? What is my level three? And as you go through levels, you build your character, you build more confidence, you build more strength, you build more skills, you build more competence in, in all these things, right? right? So I would, I recommend people, hey, okay, if you're too shy to go out in public and speak to people like strangers in public, but you want to do it, 
um, you can start on social media. Just start texting people. And that's already kind of uncomfortable for a yeah. lot of people. I definitely remember it was uncomfortable for me. But I don't want to bother people. I'm, it's weird sending random messages, stuff like this, right? So I went from just sending text messages to sending voice messages to sending video messages to having phone calls to uh, going on video calls, right? And again, I'm going after, over it very quickly, but it took year, like a year year and a half maybe of development since when I was going through these steps, right? So it takes a little bit of time, but I went through these steps and then, like I already mentioned, I was able to go out and start introducing myself to girls on the bus on my way to school. But before that, I went through this exposing myself to other social interactions, which were easier for me, were lower on the scale, but gave me more confidence, gave me more strength and skills of talking to people. So then I was able to do it in, in real life. So this is what I call leveled social, uh, leveled exposure therapy. Mm. And, and one last thing I would like to mention is learn about social skills. I found out that I literally don't know what to say. I don't know how to say things. I didn't know what, to, like, even if I could push myself that I would just stand like, uh, uh, what to do now, right? Yes. So also do some research about communication skills and social skills. An amazing book that I came across just before I started speaking to girls on the bus was How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. That's kind of the uh, social interactions Bible, right? Yeah. So that's a great, it's, it's a really amazing book that gave me a lot more. Also, it gives you a lot more confidence because now you know what to do mm. and you, you're not just going to stand there like, uh, right? So this one to be like the three key steps and three keys to um, taking yourself more confident. And you can apply these for wherever you are on the level and you just personalize which is going to be the next level for you you always want it to be like a little bit uncomfortable but not too much mm -hmm. yeah i really like it and they kind of build off of each other so it's like and i totally agree with the first step i totally relate to it like for example just working out like getting in shape taking care of yourself that gives you confidence because it shows you that like well number one you do hard things you get your word to yourself like that's going to build confidence and so yeah that's a super important point and then once you have a little bit of confidence like you've highlighted now you start getting uncomfortable you start testing it out and then you fine-tune it through skills so i that's a really really simple and well stepped out framework dude i love it in terms of like approaching girls that was something i wanted to ask you about because there's like well, it's massive for us guys and Definitely like a trap that I've fallen into is waiting for girls to come to me, right? That's not how the world works, right? <laughs> they don't fucking come to you unless you're like a 10 out of 10 fucking, like they're not going to come to you. So how how can guys actually start approaching girls with a little bit of confidence as opposed to just approaching other guys or just random people? Right. So first, I mean, it. I think it was somewhat easier for me because I didn't have the intention of like, I want to go out to talk to girls so I can date or I can have a day or I can have to, I want to pick up that, pick up, pick them up. You know, how yeah. these dating coaches all talk about, I don't really do that. I never really did that for that reason. I, I did it for the reason of my goal was to overcome my social anxiety. My goal was to get better at speaking. My goal was to get better at communication. My goal was to overcome yeah. my, okay. Now I can go a little bit deeper as well. Social anxiety, you know, what does it mean? I, I mean, fear of rejection and fear of being judged right yeah. and those were the main two fears that i really wanted to overcome so when i when i look at it that way i didn't have the obstacle of oh my god like i want to pick her up and i want to go on a date with her but i was like no i just want to go and speak to her so i can become better and maybe eventually you know if it goes into a friendship great if it doesn't go into a friendship no worries if it goes into a relationship perfect great if it doesn't i don't care yeah. So first, like get, get your intention state, like what do you, or your outcome, what do you actually doing it for? Why do you do it? And based on why you do it, it's going to be a different experience. So that's, that would be like number one. Mm. And I would highly encourage everybody who, you know, struggle with a little bit of confidence and a little bit of um, social anxiety or shyness, and they want to go out and speak to girls first, make it your goal to just gain confidence and make this make talking to girls as a vehicle to building confidence, not like the end goal of I want to go out and get dates mm. that, you know, it, it, it would be very helpful for you. And then once you have the confidence, it will be super easy for you to 
speak to anybody that you want, speak to all the girls that you want. So it will be easier for you to get dates as well. So think a little yeah. bit more long term. Yeah, it would be like my tip number one. And tip number two is, well, besides what I already said, like develop yourself with the three keys is pay attention to your body language a lot. And, and that's going to make a big difference. That, that was one of the first things that I found out that stopped me from, well, that was the difference between Am I gonna go to the? Am I gonna go and say the first hello, or am, am I gonna just sit there and, and be stuck in the fear? Is because I, you know, when I say severe social anxiety, I can show you how it looked. Right? I would be on the bus. A, a cute girl would enter the bus. I'm like, my brain went, oh my god, she's cute. I want to go talk to her and I want to, you know, make friends with her at least, or I'm gonna have a conversation, right? Yeah. And and my as my brain started thinking that, my body went immediately like into fear and shutdown. So I would like go like this. And yeah. I would like be like this, my heart beating super fast. I was sh literally shaking there, you know, sitting on the bus, shaking like crazy. So, of course, when I'm sitting like this and shaking, there's no way that I'm going to stand up and go say the hello. Like, yeah. and even, if I even if I did, that is a, that's an instant rejection. Like, no chance, right? Yeah. So, so, and I'm, my brain kind of, I guess, knew that as well. And it just makes you feel so small and so weak mm -hmm. and so scared that you're not going to do it. So, first, it's really like, take a deep breath. Calm yourself, try to calm yourself down a little bit with your body. So you, you cannot really fight the fear with your mind. Yeah. I tried that, you know, I would try to think, like, no, it's going to be okay. She's not going to reject you. It's go you're going to have a good conversation. She's going to be happy about it. You're going to be happy about it. You're going to be happy that you overcame the fear. And I would still sit there like this. No, I cannot do it. You know? Yeah. So, so then I know, I'm not really sure on the time. I know it maybe took me a couple of weeks or something. And then I find it online or somewhere. Not really sure anymore but i what i did was i took a breath i put my shoulders back i forced myself to smile and and sit, sit there like like this for five seconds and the shaking kind of went away a little bit right and the, the racing thoughts went away a little bit and then i used what is called the five second rule so i five four three two one stand yeah. up and, and start walking towards her and towards them and, and just say the first hello and then you can go from there right um so I would really say, hey, like, first of all, pay attention to your body language and not just for other people, how they see you, but also for you. It really influences how you feel. But also, you know, if, if you approach a girl like this, then it's going to be a very different impression than if you <laughs> approach her, if you approach her like this. Yeah. Right. So, so really pay attention to that. So these are the, like, the two things to start kind of approaching to yeah. girls. 100%, man. So like the first key is to, not develop confidence to talk to girls, but use talking to girls to develop your confidence, right? So yes. develop it for yes. you and then work on your body language. I think that's a, that's a really important thing because like even still sometimes for me, like I'm not the most confident person in the world. I have a bit of confidence, but I still like get racy thoughts sometimes. Like your body, your body will, will respond first. Like you'll, your heart will start pumping, your head will start, you'll start shaking, you'll get sweaty hands. Like, that's that's how you pick up that whether you're anxious or you're you know you're lacking confidence or you're scared because your body will respond physiologically. So that's a that's a really good point, man. With with your business side of things, moving on a little bit. Obviously, like a lot of work goes into that. I know that very well. We we all know <laughs> if we're in business, there's a lot of fucking work. How hard has it been for you traveling around, but also building your business and staying in that routine? Tell me about that. Man, oh, oh. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's very, very, very hard. And yeah. I've discovered it really depends on the place. Some places make it much easier. Some places make it much harder. Yeah. Um, depends on the city, depends on the location of the building where you're staying, depends on the, the facilities of the building, depends mm. on the quality of the apartment as well. You know, Right now I'm in a nice apartment, but yeah. I, got, I, I told you kind of, before i think it was maybe before we recorded about the vietnam trip that i had yeah. literally no money like i was i was so close to not being able to pay for a hotel room yeah right? so i was i was not staying in places like this right yeah uh, so that makes that makes a difference so i would say it's very very difficult but it's possible and well what you kind of i always think to the, about this quote i think it's from atomic habits um and the author said you never rise to the level of your goals, but you yes. fall down to the level of your routines, right? Yeah. So 
so so every time I find myself a little bit stuck and my business is not not going as well as as good as I, as as I want it to be and I I feel like I'm not making as much progress or I get stuck with being distracted too much or whatever it is. I always say, think, okay, how my how are my routines going? Like, how are my habits going? Mm. And more most importantly, how is how are my mornings going? Right. So if you and it's such a cliche and it seems kind of weird to repeat all the time, but man, like the mornings are important. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Right. So so I always think, okay, how am I starting my day? And then I find out, oh shit, like I'm actually, I start, I wake up and I pick up my phone and either start scrolling or I had to go back right, right into responding to messages or, yeah. you know, whatever the phone demands at the time. Yeah. And that's when I find out my days aren't that great. Yeah. Now, obviously it's not a super, it's not like a hundred percent rule. I've had wonderful, amazing days, which started shitty, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I woke up at 12 and didn't do any of the routines and then I closed two deals, right? happens as well but generally speaking the the routine the habits in the morning really make impact so i would say yeah so i would say like really try to pay attention and i try to really pay attention to doing my best to staying on top of the habits wherever i am and of course it changes right and of course it changes because i have a lot of international clients mostly right so time zones change and now, you know, even just one hour time zone change can make the meeting, for example, the coaching call can go from 11 p.m. to midnight. And mm. it's like already your sleep sleep schedule and your morning routines already all shifted. So, yeah, um, <laughs> overall, I really just try to stay with, with my habits of yeah. being active, like moving in the morning and avoiding the phone. Or avoiding like screen time, I guess. Like sometimes I just take my headphones, I listen to something, I listen to music, or I listen to like an audio program. Um, and I go, I try to go outside, try to get some air, try to get some movement, and yeah. that generally sets up the day for for a really good. Hundred um, percent, dude. I totally relate. Like I woke up this morning and I had like seven messages on Instagram, three on Facebook. It's like you just want to reply straight away because like bu- business isn't like a job; it never switches off. You're always on. Even I go to bed and I'm thinking about, all right, what am I going to do tomorrow? I wake up. What's the next thing I can do? And it is hard to switch off. But like, I think this is an important conversation because you see all over Instagram, I work online and I make 10K a month and I travel the world. <laughs> and it's like, it's so glorified. <laughs> but bro, like I've been here for a week and a bit and like, it's already obvious that not many people are really living that fucking, you know, dream life. It's hard. Right, and you you obviously know that. And dude, I'm in the same position. I got fuck all money. And like I said to you, I don't know where I'm gonna go next. Like I'm gonna go to uh Malaysia for a day or two and just do the, the border run so the coppers don't get rid of me. Um, but I don't know where I'm gonna go after Thailand. Like I don't know if I'll have enough money to stay here or go somewhere new. Like it's fucking it's not as glorified. So it's not as good as what it's glorified to be. Right. And I think that's just such an important point. I feel like that's why a lot of people go, I'm going to get into business and they never actually do because it's fucking hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you kind of do have to learn to appreciate the hard and the the struggle of it. And it takes time, you know, like I think that's the biggest thing that people don't understand or when you say it's glorified, um, what most people will not tell you and mostly because they try to sell you something right yeah they try to sell you a course or a program or a strategy whatever um well it they make it seem like it's easier and it's faster than it actually is and i mean like i'm not saying that it was it took super long time for me right like i was expecting to to grind while having a job and doing my business on the side for you know um five to ten years and it took me about two years before i was like okay i'm quitting my job and i'm going traveling which looking back you know it was maybe wasn't the best decision i wouldn't take it back but yeah. you know i've had some really fucking hard experiences that i could have avoided yeah meaning you know almost homeless in a foreign country cannot fly back cannot pay for a hotel room you know, so those are heavy, heavy things that most people will not tell you, but you can avoid just by waiting a little bit longer mm. and, and by being uh, doing it differently, which I guess it was 
for me was kind of glorified as well and i was like yeah i'm just gonna i don't care i'm, I'm just gonna go do it while i knew that and i kept went coming in like even when i started the business i already went coming in with i know this is gonna be hard it's gonna be harder than staying in school and and having the same and having a job i know it's gonna be much harder but i'm gonna do it anyway and so i went in with the mindset of i know this is gonna suck and i'm gonna become stronger thanks to it and i'm gonna figure it out and i'm gonna do whatever it takes because that for me that it, it goes back when struggling with social anxiety it's kind of the same thing it's kind of similar right like overcoming something like that again like i when i talk about it on a podcast or i tell the story it seems so easy it seems like so straightforward and super simple it, and when i say it took years i mean i mean it took years yeah. and it was fucking hard it was fucking hard and i had to have that commitment of i will do whatever it takes otherwise i would not have gotten myself out of the situation so I applied the same strategy and same mindset as in with for the business. So I already had the experience of, oh my God, for example, talking to girls on the bus seems absolutely fucking impossible, absolutely crazy. No chance I can do it. And then over you know two years, two and a half years, I went and learned and improved myself and did it. And with the business, it was a similar experience. You know, yeah. it was like this seems so out of this world for me, like so impossible. How yeah. could I ever do this? Well, but guess what? I've already done something that was impossible. Maybe I can figure this out as well. Okay. And I know it's gonna I know it's gonna be super hard. I know it's gonna take a lot. And I'm gonna go and do it anyway. And if you don't go into business with this kind of mindset, you're gonna quit and you're not gonna figure you're not gonna make it, you know, past yeah. a couple of months. So, so that's really what I hate about well and and I'm a coach and I don't like to shit on coaching industry because, you know, I owe everything to the coaching industry, basically yeah. even my life, you know, like, would have probably killed myself if I didn't discover this online self-development and self-help space. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of, like, I would say false advertising, which yeah. is really the problem. But and especially in an agree. industry like this, you know, where, where you're doing false advertising in an industry like this, it's very dangerous. Yeah. It's something else to, to sell a mcdonald's burger with a nicer picture than it actually looks right yeah. but if you're selling a lifestyle or you're selling a dream or you're selling somebody's solution to their mental health issues and you you give them false advertising and make it seem like it's going to be much easier or it, you know it's not what it really is that's what i find like really unethical and, and really dangerous yeah dude i i've had this conversation recently dude even I said it to someone yesterday. I saw a, an Instagram ad saying how to get more organic leads. And it was literally an, it was an ad, like a paid ad, a dude trying to coach you how to get organic leads. Like that's an example. There's fitness coaches who do steroids and then they pretend that they're natural and they sell that yeah. dream. There's coaches who like they rent the Lambo and then they do all that yeah. shit. They take the photo. It's everywhere, man. And it's, Terrible. And that's why I feel like this is such an important conversation to share is because like we both at the moment, I don't know about what you're at right now, but I don't have a lot of money. Like I don't know how I'm going to, you know, keep traveling after this three months. It's it's not always the way that it's sold. Like, yes, it's a cool lifestyle. I'm going to do cool shit. But at the same time, like people are out all around me doing expensive shit that I can't really do right now. And I just got to enjoy, I guess, the free stuff. And the other side of it too is like the the mindset, the discipline, all that stuff that you build, people see it on Instagram, but they don't know how fucking hard it is to do it, man. You know what I mean? Like when I ran the marathon a couple of weeks ago, like people see the outcome, but they don't really feel the fucking pain and the challenge that goes into it, you know? Like moving to Thailand to learn Muay Thai, it sounds really cool, but like, <laughs> dude, they I don't know how to speak Thai. I don't know how to do this thing. Like I feel like a fucking idiot in front of these professionals pretty much. And it's really hard. And so, yeah, I feel like so you summed it up. It's just a perfect conversation to have is social media is such an easy way to compare your life to other people's lives and fall into the trap of, you know, thinking everyone's got this dream, but no one really does. We're all living as human beings and we're all fundamentally the same at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
what, what, yeah, absolutely agree. I have something to say about um, meeting people who can do expensive shit, and you're you're sitting there. I cannot do that. Yeah, that sucks. I and I have you know I've experienced that a lot. I think you're gonna run into that a lot in Southeast Asia, especially. And if you're starting a business, and if you're like very new or you're one of the early ones, like you know, I was, and I still kind of am. I mean, I'm not in a super bad situation anymore like I used to be, you know, a couple of months ago. Yeah. So because, and I'll tell you more about that as well. How how it worked out for me and how we kind of solved that. But um, besides that, I want to say as well. You said um, there's paid ads that sell like organic. How to get organic leads? <laughs> my favorite, my personal favorite, is when people send you a private message, and they in the private message they pitch you. Hey, are you tired of sending private messages to get clients? <laughs> <laughs> Use my system and you never have to send a DM again. Oh, man. And you will get leads. Leads will be coming to you, right? I'm like, bro, the fuck? <laughs> like, uh. What the fuck? How? Like, this is so ironic. You know, like, you're sending me a cold private DM trying to pitch me that I'm not going to have to send private DMs when I use your system. Wait, what? <laughs> I know, man. It's it's fucked. And even like I had one the other day that I applied to and he was like, he was trying to sell someone's program, which was a coach teaching people how to get more followers. And he had like 200 followers. It's just like coaches teaching coaches how to coach other people to coach. And it's just this cycle of bullshit. And it takes away from people like you who are actually helping people, people like me who are actually helping people. And it's, yeah, man, it's, <laughs> that's a yeah, rabbit hole of bullshit. Nice. It's, a, it's, it's, it's kind of annoying because then you get compared to these people a lot. Yes. Yeah. On the surface, it might look the same before somebody like does a little more digging into what you actually do. Yeah. And how long you've been around, for example. Because I've been around for like three and a half years, right? And talking about the same things and, and, and you know, sharing my story, sharing my real life as well. So still, you know, you come across new people all the time and, and they don't, trust you anymore and yeah. they don't not anymore but they don't trust you at all because they don't know you yeah. and they know all these other bullshitters so yeah. that's kind of what you get compared to so yeah it's sad it's sad it, but at the same time it's a kind of like if you can learn how to live in it and how to stand out then it's, it's good because if you're the real deal in in a sea of bullshitters then you know eventually it, yeah especially the time like the time will show you know, yeah. 100%, um, yeah. 100%. And, and yeah, so that would be the, the fun side for me, you know, like I always laugh at that. I used to get, yeah. you know, at first I was like, hmm, what's this? And then I got so many of them. I got angry and now I just fucking laugh. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I have like some extra time. Okay. I'm going I'm to play around with them a little bit and say, say I'm interested, you know, and, and whatever. <laughs> and, just like little toys. Yeah, like play around with it a little bit. <laughs> Another thing I, I wanted to add on to what you said before, like about uh, like building businesses hard and the grind and all that shit is this is what I think the problem is and I had this problem. People mix up simple with easy. So the process is always really simple, right? Building a business, like it's simple. Fucking start on Instagram, share your life, provide something valuable, make money. Simple as. But it's because it seems so simple, people then think it's going to be easy and that's a problem. You know what I mean? It's like getting in shape, simple as fuck. Eat well, work out, sleep enough. Super simple. But then when you actually have to avoid the foods you like and you have to train in the gym, it's hard and people go, oh, shit, I thought it was going to be easy. But they just confuse it with simplicity and I think that's where we go wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. It's it's simple but it's not easy. Mm. It's not complicated but it's difficult. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's that's the mindset shift people need to make. Something else I wanted to ask you. So, like, you're obviously doing well enough to be able to travel and work and make money. Like, it's a cool life to have. Are you proud of yourself? Like, is are you proud of what you've done? Is is an interesting question. My super first first answer is absolutely yes. When I go deeper and dig deeper on, like, super honest answer is. Some days, yes. Some days, no. Like, I think, you know, pride or feeling proud of yourself is one of the things that are is very easy to miss. Just like being grateful. 
Yeah. And, and of course, I'm not talking about like toxic pride, you know, like arrogance, but I'm, I'm talking about like real achievements. Like when I look back, you know, all the hard stuff that I had to do and all the things that I had to overcome to be where I am now. Absolutely. Yes. Like I have hundred percent right to be proud of what I've accomplished and proud of all the messages that I get, you know, thank you for doing this. Thank you for sharing this. Hey, and all the results that people, you know, my clients have. So there is a lot to be proud of, but it, and why I'm saying like, sometimes yes, sometimes no, is when you don't pay attention to it, when you're not conscious about it, your brain goes, oh yeah, but you're not good enough in this. Oh yeah, but yeah. you fucked up with this. Oh yeah, but this is going on. Or, oh yeah, but you know, so your brain kind of gets in the way. Um, and when you have, a, for example, bad day, and sometimes you know that's normal to have a really bad day or a bad moment. Something goes wrong, and something yeah, they didn't anticipate, or you know you make a mistake. It happens, and you get into this loop of you completely forget about all the hard, good things that you've done, yeah. and you only see the mistakes, and you go into the rabbit hole of like spiraling down of no, I fucked up this, I fucked up this, I shouldn't have made this decision, I shouldn't have done this, shouldn't have done this, shouldn't have done this, I regret dropping out of school. I've gotten there sometimes as well. Like I'm like, I've been to 15 countries, I've been, you know, I've seen waterfalls, I've done this, I get messages every day, people saying, hey, you know, you're amazing, keep it up, I, I really love your stuff. You know, sometimes randomly just people send me donations. Hey, I don't want to sign up for your coaching, but like, here's a small donation to keep doing what you're doing. I'm like, fucking perfect. Great. Thanks. Right. So that shows like I'm doing something right. I'm doing something good. Right. But then you get in a day like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Right. So I, about this, I say you have to be more conscious of it. You have to be more intentional with it. Like really you know, remind yourself and, you know, practically this comes down to reminding yourself and, you know, I have a list of my accomplishments. Sometimes I, I call it like the cooler list, like the things that make me cool. Right. So yeah. like, I overcame social anxiety, became a digital nomad, helped this many people, helped this, overcame this. Right. And I have the list and, and I consciously try to come back to it, especially when I have like kind of the hard, tough moments. Um, so that's what I would say about, um, feeling proud mm. and and same go literally the same thing goes with being grateful yeah, yeah, like yeah. You, ha you have to remind yourself because yeah. there are always things to be grateful for there are always things to be proud of but you can just slip into your brain saying hey but this sucks and this is why you're yeah. not good enough this is and it comes back so you have to control it more yeah th those that 100 percent. those things all fall under like the same kind of umbrella of like you need to be aware. So it's like, you know, being mindful, being grateful, feeling proud, even being respectful. Like you have to be consciously aware of, yeah, your intentions and how you're behaving in that moment. Like you have to harness that, which is why like journaling's so good because yeah. you actually, you know, there's intent behind it. So that's a great point, dude. Last last kind of topic I wanted to dive into was fun versus grind, right? Because Obviously, being in new countries and shit, like you're in Malaysia at the moment, been in Vietnam, like there's so much adventure to be had, but the business doesn't run itself. You still have to fucking work hard. So how do you switch hats? Like how do you have fun and work hard and build a business and make money but go on adventure at the same time? Number Thing number one is 100% get rid of, or not 100%, but as much as you can get rid of the things that don't serve you at all. Meaning, Hey, don't consume meaningless content. Don't yeah. try to avoid porn. Try to avoid scrolling on TikTok. Try to avoid scrolling on shorts. Try to avoid watching too many TV shows or, or movies, you know, whatever your, your kind of escape might be. So first thing, eliminate things that don't serve you. Right. Yeah. And that you do kind of unconsciously for whatever reason might be. Um, so for, that's definitely number one. And then you can replace the time. You can replace that time that you get back from, oh, maybe I would have you know, wasted three hours of my day today on TikTok. Instead, I can go for a three, high, three hour hike, right? yeah. which, is, which is a lot better. So that's number one is definitely, you know, get rid of the things that don't serve you. Um, thing number two is, well, again, kind of like routines and set boundaries, I guess. And 
time management skills. I don't, I don't really want to get into all that too much because I'm not really an expert at it. And that's something that I do struggle with a lot sometimes. Yeah. However, what I want to point out, what I think is very helpful, is fun versus grind. Not necessarily it has to be a different thing. Yeah. So, okay. so especially, and this is especially if you want to go into building a business, especially if you want to become a freelancer or, you know, doing something that you want to do, like becoming a, building a lifestyle business or whatever you want to call it, personal brand, whatever you want to call it, is pick something that you have fun with. Like, for example, I absolutely love my coaching calls. I absolutely love being on podcasts. I love doing speeches. I love doing um, conversations, interviews. Right? I, I love that. So, th and it's also fun for me. It's work for me, but it's also fun for me. Yeah. I love, make, I love making videos. It, it's fun for me. So, if you're doing something like this, try to mix it in. And, you know, sometimes I do get in like, oh, fuck, I have this podcast. I don't want to go on there. Like, of course, right? Like, I yeah. mean, I love it. It's fun. But of course, I'm a, I don't want to make this video. I don't want to yeah. do this. I don't want to do this. So as much as you can, try to, like, really get into this. Hey, this is fun for me. Like, this is, you know, I'm, you're not starting a business to create a second job or third job, right? But start a business in something that you actually enjoy the process of it. Yeah. So that helps. That helps a lot. Um, and, and, yeah, so... Two things, two main things that I would say like this. Have fun with your work and avoid the things that don't serve you at all. Yeah. And of course, well, and I do have to mention this and you know this. With business, especially in the beginning, if you don't have any money and you cannot outsource things, you do have to do things that you don't want to do. Exactly. Like that, yeah. That's just, you know, I there's no way around it. I say, yeah, I love going on podcasts. I love doing this. But what about... Messaging 10 people or messaging 100 people in a week to ask if I can be on the podcast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, that sucks. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking, bro. <laughs> right. So there are things that you do have to do, especially in the beginning when you cannot have an assistant or you cannot have an appointment setter or you cannot have an editor. Right. You have to do things that suck. And that's where you have to have discipline. You have to have a routine. You have to have like this mindset of, I'm doing this for myself. I'm doing this so I can do the fun things as well. Yeah. And I don't have to only do this sucky thing. That's kind of how I think about it. And yeah, like you don't always going to want to go to the gym. Sometimes you, you might, you might enjoy it. Mm. Um, okay. For me, sometimes I even feel like I don't want to go take a shower, like straight yeah. up, you know, like, and I have to have discipline to go, take a shower which i'm like and when i'm in the shower I'm like, oh this feels so nice you know warm shower whatever you know sometimes i get cold i do a lot of cold showers but that's beside the point yeah. like, i'm like i don't even want to go fucking take a shower but then i once i'm already doing it, i'm like oh this feels nice yeah I don't, I don't feel like going for a swim right we have a nice apartment now we have a gym in the building we have a pool in in the building as well and i'm like i fucking love swimming and when i'm in the pool i'm oh this is so amazing but okay. going there sometimes i'm like fuck i don't yeah. feel like going for a swim even right <laughs> so so you do have to have that discipline and being able to get a, across that um balance point of like i'm here i don't want to do it i'm here i'm enjoying doing it get across that yeah and that's why you just have to either really push yourself or have mental tricks of you know projecting yourself into when you're after yeah you know, like oh i don't want to edit this video okay how am i going to feel after i edit this video oh, i'm going to feel great let's do it right um yeah or what really helps me is and this is something that i'm trying to play around with trying to get better at is medi using meditation for this so for example i'm sitting here and i'm like i have three videos to edit you know i already filmed them whatever and i have three five videos to edit and I'm like, ah, oh, I really don't want to do the editing thing. And so what my brain goes first, where my brain goes first is, I really don't want to do this editing thing. Let me pick up my phone and start fucking scrolling. Yeah. Right? And, 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 then you, and then you are like three hours later, you feel even worse. You didn't do any of the work and you still don't feel like doing it. Yeah. You still don't feel like doing and it. And you still have to. You still have to. <laughs>
But what I found out is, and again, why I say try to avoid the things that don't serve you, like be more religious with discipline about don't doing, not doing these things instead mm -hmm. of like, so, and here I'm going to give you a clear example that happened two days ago. And I've been trying to like implementing this and it, it works for me quite, pretty well. I'm sitting here. I'm like, fuck, I have these videos to edit. Instead of picking up my phone, I just go, okay, you know what? I don't have to edit now. Fuck that. But I'm not going to go scroll. I'm just going to go sit on the bed for 10 minutes and be bored. Yeah. <laughs> and I just sit there. I'm like, okay, my goal is to be bored. Okay, whatever. I'm going to be bored for 10 minutes. Within two, three, five minutes, I'm like, fuck this. I'm bored. I'm going to go edit the video. Yeah. I'm happy to do it. Yeah. And then, and, and again, once I'm already editing the video, it feels easier. It feels better. And once yeah. I'm done editing the video, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy I did that. What yeah. can I do next? And you get into the kind of a flow. So it really is on that barrier of like that small decision. Am I going to go scroll? Am I going to go do this easy thing? Or am I going to go do this hard thing? First, just taking a pause and saying, I'm not going to do anything yeah. for five, five, five or 10 minutes helps so much. Super simple. Again, super simple. Hmm. Fucking hard. <laughs> I, I really, really like that. That but it, idea. But it makes it easier. Yeah. yeah, I really like that idea you use. So I think that, so yeah, there's like two different avenues we covered there. Number one is like, even if you do stuff you like, so your business, for example, helping people with their confidence, there's still going to be stuff within that that you're going to have to yeah. do that you're not going to enjoy. That's the reality of life. If you only do the stuff you enjoy, you're literally a child because kids just do what they feel like doing. Right? <laughs> and, and we're grown-ups now. Right? We're, we're fucking men. And then there's the other side of it, which is sometimes, like, for example, you're going for a swim. A lot of the time you're like, fuck, I can't be bothered leaving my hotel room. I can't be bothered getting out of bed. I can't be bothered getting on the motorbike and driving down. But you know that eventually, like if you did do it, you'd enjoy it. But you convince yourself you won't. And so there's that side of it too, which is like, just fucking go and do it and you're going to enjoy it. Like, dude, there's been times here already where I'm like, I don't want to fucking leave my hotel room or my, my apartment or whatever this even is. It's like a little bungalow. But I, I'm just going to do it anyway. I'm going to go for a scooter ride or go check something out and I enjoy it. And I feel like that's applicable to so many things in life. So that's such a great point, dude. We'll finish up there. We've covered so much awesome stuff. Last question though. If you had to pick one trait, so like the number one trait you have that's helped you get as far as you've gotten and get the best out of yourself, what would that trait be? One trait? Oh, um, right, yeah. Loaded problem question. solving. Problem, problem solving. solving. Yeah. Problem solving 100%. And this is something that I really do owe to my mom and how she raised me and how the strict discipline and what she applied. I can say, I, I talk about, it's so weird. And, you know, sometimes people are like, why are you even talking about this? It doesn't make sense. It does make sense. And it really helped me a lot. So when I was a kid, about seven, eight, my mom found this video game. As weird as it is, video game, we had the first computer ever, you know, in our family. And she found this video game, which was the one of the hardest video games I've ever fucking seen. It's like a problem-solving, logical game um, that is like so hard that you, I think, and there's so many versions of it as well. Um, it's called Quadrax. I think it has like Czech authors, like literally a person from my country invented it, I think, or maybe from Russia right. or something. Right. And if you look at it, you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go into the point of it, but basically you have to go out and you have to figure out how things work. You have to get from point A to point B. And each level took us the, just to like explain the difficulty without going into what it actually is. One level might take us three weeks to solve. Wow. So, so I would sit there for hours on end and my mom would be like, and this is where her techniques kind of suck, was like, you're not going to have dinner until you solve this shit. Huh. Like, you know, like, so I would sit there trying to figure out this problem. And I was like, why do, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do this? And her answer was, it's brightening your brain. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I'm an 8 year old <laughs> kid. I don't know what the fuck that means. I want to play the video. I want to play a video game that's fun. Not, that, not, not one that makes my brain hurt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but now looking back, it really taught me like basic problem solving, problem solving skills, which is like, okay, go out figure out how things work, figure out what you can do now, 
figure out what works, what gets you closer to the goal that you have. Oh, you have a setback? Okay, go back, figure it out again. Okay, try something else, try something else. Oh, you, you got this close to the finish line and it fucking shut the door in front of you and you have to go back and rethink the whole thing and spend two extra weeks on it? Okay, you're going to do that shit again, right? Yeah. So, so that taught me so much about practical problem solving and life and, and discipline of like, oh, you failed, go back again. Figure yeah. out how things work, figure out what didn't work, what worked. And from an early, very early age, you know, seven, eight years old, I was for, literally forced to spend hours and hours on trying to figure out super hard problems, which boosted my IQ, boosted my problem solving, boosted my intelligence. And I apply, my brain automatically applies the same thing for every single thing that I encounter. So becoming happier, okay, is the framework for problem solving. My problem is I'm not happy, I'm, de I'm depressed, I'm shy, I'm insecure. How do I solve it? How do I figure it out? Okay, I tried this, didn't work, I failed. Okay, let me try something else, right? Same, literally the same framework. For, I applied for my mental health, I applied for school, I applied for business, I applied yeah. for traveling, I applied for literally everything. So my number one trait is thanks to my mom, super grateful for the fucking shit that she put me through. <laughs> You're not going to eat until you figure this out. Yeah, problem solving. That's awesome, bro. And yeah, that's obviously taught you like incredible resilience. That's sick, dude. I feel like the thing with parents, this is for like everyone, they like, teach you something that you fucking hate when you're a child, but you always thank him like down the track. I feel like that's such a common thing. Yeah, yeah. Dude, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Been an epic chat. If people want to find you, what's your Instagram, Facebook, where do they need to go? My Instagram is, is robohumanist. So R-O-B-O humanist, H-U-M-I-N-A-S-T. <laughs> Got that. <laughs> right. I'll put it in the, um, in the caption. Yeah, yeah, and and then you can find my my link tree, where is literally everything that you need to to find out about me and what I do and how I can help you as well. Yeah, big man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. Lads, thank you for listening to another episode of the Positive Masculinity Podcast. I have no doubt that you learned a lot and you took a lot of value out of this episode. Now, as I said, I'm going to be running a completely free live challenge every fortnight. If you want to register, all you have to do is go to www.thepositivemasculinityproject.com.au forward slash challenge. The link is in the show description. But make sure that you save your spot inside because there are limited seats. It is going to be completely free, completely live. It's going to be online. You do not want to miss any of these free challenges. With that being said, guys, have a fantastic day and make sure that you show up as the strongest, most capable and powerful version of yourself for you and the people around you.